and welcome to another episode of Not Alone Today podcast. I am Anu and with me today is Joseph, um, Joseph Kolawoli Ola. We're happy that you can, you can join us. We've had um, to take a break from recording our podcast because we had a lot on our plate, but we're happy to be back, isn't it? Absolutely excited to be back. Very um, happy to be back. As we launch season four. Yes. So today we're going to deal with the questions we received from Helen and their questions on relationship and waiting. So I would hand over to Joseph to read out the questions for us. Okay, um, thank you. Um, just by way of uh, reiteration, so on this podcast, what we basically do, um, it's a platform whereby young adults, Christian young adults um, within our sphere of influence, reach out to us with questions and then we respond to them. Um, it could be on anything literally, uh, but of course, we have discovered over time that different people are asking us similar questions and so we thought okay why not respond to those questions in this kind of a manner such that by responding to one person's question you're actually asking or responding rather to many people's question for there will be nuggets that other people can also apply to their context to that effect all the names that we mentioned on the podcast are pseudonyms and they are not real people's names um, but the questions are from real people. <laughs> so today's question uh, is from who again? Helen. Helen. Okay, nice name. <laughs> All right, so I'll read Ellen's question and it goes thus. So Ellen says, in the book, Hecos, by the way, Hecos is our latest book, um, which we jointly authored um, at the beginning of this year. In the book, Hecos, Hanu declared our I am ready day about a month um, after I proposed, this is Ellen asking about Anu's response to my proposal. Please, was there any hiatus of fear or a not too sure feeling when she gave her response? Or did she feel so confident following the leading of the Holy Spirit? So that's the first question. Um, do you want to direct mm. that to some resources on that? Or so, to answer the question very briefly. Yeah. I had fears before I was convinced by the Holy Spirit that Kola was the one. But once the Holy Spirit told me to go ahead, I knew that I had to let the fear go. Mm. So I wasn't confident or less fearful. I just believed in what I've heard from the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that helped me to say, I am ready. <laughs> and um, you can listen more on this when I, um, how I dealt with the process mm-hmm. from the episode we've released in the past. So the first one is season one episode three mm-hmm. and it's on Coach. pre-courtship courtship and pre-wedding fears then we did another one um at season three episode one then there was another one we did on um in season one episode 27 mm-hmm. and it's it's entitled becoming the right person while waiting for the right person mm-hmm. and the last one is season one, one episode 28 and it's it's titled the audacity of marrying on a god-said basis so on this episode we've really explained i have explained how i went through the process Mm -hmm. but if you listen to them and you still think i have not clarified your exact question we can come back and do like an um, addendum to this episode and then yeah 
Thank you. Um, season three, episode one is on being sure of who to marry. I think yeah. that's the only one you didn't mention the title. Um, okay, so the other question now goes to us, and I love this question. It says, what can you say about a single person who is waiting and working, but she's not so sure that it's time for her to enter a marital relationship yet? She's willing to work according to divine timing. She's working on discovering herself. She's getting the skills, working on her character flaws, maximizing her God-given potentials, and working on getting trainings on the heart of authentic ministry. But proposals are coming from Christian brothers. What should she do? Now, she gives a caveat or maybe an an appendix to that. She said, some other people see this waiting, this kind of waiting when you're doing all these things, getting yourself ready and proposals are coming, but you feel you're not ready. Some people see this kind of waiting as being seemingly foolish, Mm. while some others see it as a fear of being committed or a fear of being vulnerable in a marital relationship. And in fact, some other people see it simply as pride. And so our question is, are these um, perspectives correct? And what if such a person feels so strong about our own inner convictions about, I still need to work more, prepare myself more, learn more, and things like that. So that's basically the nutshell of Helen's question. What are your first thoughts? Mm. My first thought to Helen would be that what does how does she see it so she's told us how people see it mm. is god laying it on her heart that it could be pride that it could be foolish or it could be what is god saying to her she hasn't said that to us mm. she's told us what people are assuming mm-hmm. but if we didn't know the purpose of her waiting then it would it would feed it would feed into our response from the question it seems like the purpose as far as she's concerned of course this doesn't have any god said ring to it mm. but her own purpose of waiting is because she feels it's not yet time because she needs to Cross work all on discovering herself teams. she wants to get skills she wants to work on character flaws she wants to maximize her god-given potentials she wants to get trainings on the heart of authentic ministry i, I mean I don't, I don't even know what that means but yes so these are all the things that that she's got on her plates that is keeping her thinking she's not ready i think thank you for that yeah these are noble causes what she's doing is yep. and it, it 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 brings my mind to the bible verse that says that we're a city set on a hill mm-hmm. that cannot be hidden so once she's if she's in 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 truth mm-hmm. developing these traits and trainings and things mm-hmm. then it will attract people that's why the christian brothers have been attracted to her mm-hmm. but then we need to know what god is saying to her in that mix so you're developing yourself then mm-hmm. what towards so towards what because towards marriage no she hasn't said that you know no she kind no. of said it Mm-mm. she she said she's waiting and working because she's not sure it's a time for her to enter into a relationship yet. Yeah. So she's working. This is personal. She wants to work on herself mm-hmm. before join, joining herself with another man. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's working towards this for the marriage, but on herself. Then the marriage comes afterwards. It might be. I mean, could I, be. I wouldn't. It could be. But to me, it just looks like all of these are supposed to be the 
preparatory phase. In which case, the main question to me would then be, I think what she's asking is, when do I know that I am now ready? When do I know I've done enough? When do I know what are the signs that I would see that would make me believe, okay, I think now you have all the skills or you have all the trainings. Absolutely, because that's exactly the point. That, I mean, that's, that's how I see it, to say that I don't think that anybody that is married ever feels 100% I've done all of these things and I've hand my certificate before going on to say mm. yes to a brother. It just doesn't work that way. very backwards. Not necessarily. I don't think she will see it like that. No. If, if I go with the premise of the yeah. fact that you say she's doing all this for the marriage, mm-hmm. then it's a bit backwards because what marriage does is it scatters all the things you think you've prepared and then <laughs> <laughs> it's as though you are, it's as though it's an afterlife so you've lived a life mm-hmm. and you're coming to another life most of the things you must have done and prepared might mm. not be really applicable to the new life you're going into that's why i said it's backwards because most of these things she's mentioning are mm-hmm. the things that are learned in the marriage because okay for example mm-hmm. she said she wants to get trained on the arts of authentic ministry mm-hmm. I am it's a big word but I'm assuming that means that she wants to know what she's called for mm-hmm. be sure of her own ministry before joining herself to a man mm-hmm. if so I would say that until you meet the man you don't know what your ministry is I don't know if that makes sense like mm-hmm. for married couples yeah our callings are kind of entwined mm-hmm. If God is saying we are called, women are called to be helpmates for the man. Mm-hmm. That means there's a primary calling and a secondary calling. Mm. It might sound subjective to feminists, but that is how I understand it to be. Mm. We are firstly called to help meet them. Mm. But in that helping to meet their own calling, we find ours. Mm. But if she's saying she wants to find hers first mm-hmm. and get trained on that, wouldn't it be difficult then to now submit to the calling of helping a man to meet his own calling Absolutely. that's why i find it to be backwards because I mean. world trainings and art <laughs> maturity and things what it does for us is it brings us to a place of um assurance we are sure of who we are we are confident mm. so say for example a lady who's who's done all these trainings and that now meets a man who's back who's laid back mm. not really forced about life it's just like a flowy guy does his own things as it does it. Mm. And this one is all geared up and like, oh, let's do this, let's do this. There will be a struggle. It mm. will be like, you know how the Bible says that we should not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. Yeah. It will be as though they are pulling themselves on, into different positions. Mm. But this is not, I'm not trying to say that you should not build yourself or train yourself sure. and stuff. But I'm saying that you should train yourself and do all these things under the leading of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So that when you do indeed meet the man you're ready for, it won't be a struggle. Sure. You won't be pulling yourself <laughs> apart and be quarreling over little things. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I absolutely agree with all that you've said. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, of course, again, this is not unique to Helen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's always that nagging question for many young adults that are single, not yet in a relationship, um, about... How do I know I'm ready to get into one now? What what are the check marks if there are? What are the five steps or five things I need to acquire? And once I acquire this, then I'm ready. And then I can go ahead to say yes. Indeed, yes, there are aspects that you should work on. There are 
um, I mean, in as as a child of God that is already undergoing sanctification and discipleship and all of that, the hope is that ultimately you are making intentional efforts to become more like Christ. Mm-hmm. When we're saying you should become the right person for the right person that you are waiting for before the right person comes, this the general picture is you want to become more like Christ mm-hmm. because if you're more like Christ. There is something about the imagery of Christ as the incarnate Christ now that speaks both to the man and to the woman in in a marriage context. Mm. In fact, the fact that the Bible uses um, the picture of marriage to describe the relationship of Christ to the church, that is very instructive in many ways, especially to the man, to love as Christ loved the church, but also to the woman in the area of submission, because again, Christ is God, uh, the Trinity, Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. They are one. Uh, but in spite of that, Paul will say in Philippians 2 that he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He did not think of that as something to grasp, but he subjected himself, mm. humbled himself as humble can be to the point of dying like a criminal on the cross when in fact is as innocent as can be. And so the point is, there is something about the incarnate Christ that speaks both to the man and to the woman. And if you are indeed trying to become more like him, that's all the preparation you need. And the end result, the finish point of that preparation will never happen until we see him face to face. Mm -hmm. So the, 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 the point then would be, I'm imagining someone that is now in his 30s, in her 30s, in her 30s and no guy is coming. Mm-hmm. And then looking back at all these preparations that mm-hmm. she had done in the days when Christian brothers are coming mm-hmm. and she felt, I'm not ready. I still need to learn the heart of ministry. I still need to authentic ministry. Authentic ministry. I, t- I still need to work on my character flaws. I still need to maximize my God-given potentials, which all sound like noble causes. Mm-hmm. But you just, you could simply be missing out on 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 a huge um, season, as it were, uh, just working on a wrong timetable. Mm-hmm. So, for, to, to me, I think the main point is every proposal should be handled on its own merits. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a question of what I think my timing is. Bible says our times are in his hands. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are books you could read on when am I ready? And they will tell you things that they think you should have before you're ready. But I don't think that those things are necessarily one size fits all. Mm. So if you are taking every proposal on its own merit as a child of God that believes God calls the shots in my life, of Mm. course, it's possible that he might have given you clear-cut instructions for the next one year. Mm. If anybody comes your way, just know I'm not the one sending him. That's a a possibility. Mm. And then you take that, you know you are working with that because you heard that for yourself from God Mm. and not just because you are following a formula that might not work for you that was spelled out in some book or some podcast. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, take each proposal on its own merit. A brother comes, ask yourself, what is God saying about this? What do I feel about this? If, if it is not a time, of course, God won't push you into something you're not, as it were, mm. ready for or something he doesn't believe you don't have what it takes to undo. We know that from the scripture. God is not trying to set you up to fail. Mm. Uh, He's a father. He's a lover. He's your Lord. And so to bring all of that together in 
one personality is to know that it's after your good, not your downfall. And so, yeah, take every proposal on its own merit. Anyone coming and asking for your hand in marriage, take it back to your father. Get what your father is saying about it. And don't get tired of doing that. Like Anu said, a city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. If you are indeed making all of these investments in your life, perhaps indeed you would attract many more. Uh, but don't generalize. Don't go into hasty generalization. Mm. Take your time, process each one, and see what your father is saying about it. And once he says this is the one, then let it be. Will you feel fearful and have some yeah some questions, maybe even some doubts? Yes, but there are also tests and checks, and we've spoken about this in some previous episodes, like the ones that we have earlier referenced. So yeah, uh, that's 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 how I see this. Mm. Any further thoughts or concluding thoughts? Yes, I just we talking. I just want to check mm. when she said that. What if the person feels so strongly about this inner perception? So we might not want to discard the trainings and what she's working on because mm-hmm. when it's what if, if she feels she needs to do them, she needs to do it. Mm-hmm. But I like how you said, in spite of what she's trying to do, she should take each proposal in its merit and mm-hmm. that is the best thing to do mm. so that way you can continue your work you can continue your trainings but then you're open to hear what he's saying because i do agree with Kola albert sometimes we miss opportunities mm. because of certain decisions that we want to make we've seen um we've heard stories of people who would say that in their um, early 20s or mid 20s they had lots of proposal coming their way mm. but by the in their 30s going to 40s no one is coming and then they regret setting and things like that i'm like i'm just trying to reach me what color said about that take everything be willing to take everything in mm. it might be it might derail your purpose or the things you're striving to achieve it might be distracting because mm. i know when christian brothers propose oh my gosh it's just really distracting they Can would be. they will come they might even speak in tongues to tell you the proposal or tell you how they dreamt i hope you're not describing <laughs> for the record <laughs> i did not speak in tongues when i proposed to or they tell you how they dream, or they put sometimes they even put the fear of God in you because of their proposal. Oh my god, there's a time I had one, and the man kept saying, Ah, God has told me this is the way I like my beans being cooked. And I'm thinking, Sir, God has not told me what he's telling you. And he kept bothering, not bothering me, he kept pestering as though, Can't you hear God? And, and it's like a he's elderly person, elderly person. And so you've seen preach on the people. I was almost scared, but I knew the conviction I had in me. Like, nah, it's no you. I respect you. I like the way you preach, but mm-mm. you won't force me. Thank you for thank you for NYSC. I actually had the opportunity to run from the church. To escape. I mean, think objectively. He's the kind of man that when it was proposed, when I was sitting in front of me and he was talking, my knees were shaking. <laughs> And I was saying to my father, hey, my mom would like this way, pastor preaching, a pastor proposing to me. Hey, but with all the fear and my quaking legs and my shaking voice, I said, eh, sir, eh, okay, sir, I'll go and pray about it. <laughs> and I was like, curious, look at this, be like, wait, ah, what are you praying about? Go and do the and man come of back. God has spoken. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I understand Helen Harvard, they can be very distracting. And if oh, you, you mentioned in plural, brothers are coming. Mm, so that mm. is like the pastors in multiples. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, may God help you to um, objectively deal with them. Mm-hmm. Discard the ones that are not, um, that are playful and those not just there. And mm. then 
wisely and um, prayerfully choose the one that you should consider mm. yeah thank you very much um my concluding thoughts would be that um again my, my my attention is drawn to that last part of uh talking about getting trainings on the heart of authentic ministry mm. i'm sensing that helen is perceiving a call on her life in mm. a sense and again this is not impossible to discover and know before you get into a relationship okay. uh, context of course that's not i mean some people have a sense of this uh, even as far back as maybe preteen or in mm. their early teenage years True. that god wants to use them in specific ways and in which case i would i would um highly recommend that she should um find someone that is a female figure in ministry mm-hmm. that is doing that well mm-hmm. that is that has a good home a good marriage a good reputation in ministry mm-hmm. that can begin to like take her under her wings and mentor in that regards the reason why i say that is because it's very easy for the devil to wait for one in this area as a mm-hmm. lady if you feel like you're called into ministry to make you, you know, put you in this drive of I need to get this, I need to get that, da, 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 da. And then you get all the things and you find yourself in a relationship with a man that doesn't necessarily share all those passions. Mm. Um, and then, of course, the struggle begins. But having a proper balance, and this is not something we can discuss in a few minutes of a podcast episode, but having that proper balance, especially the foundation I know was laying the other time about how all of this will play out how God will help you to fulfill your calling in a context that is healthy maritally mm. um, and at the same time still being able to make the impact you're supposed to make as a help meet. Mm. Um, I mean, it's, it's, there are just so many dynamics and layers to that that we can begin to peel. If that's the case, don't do that journey on your own. Don't get trained on your own. Mm. Try to have um, at least one or two models that are really godly examples. Not people that you just see on Instagram or mm. social media that you don't exactly know what's going on in their lives, mm. in their marriages, and Maybe in their homes. Yeah, and, and just, you know, that can guide you and help you to find the balance that you need. And also be instructive, especially in the critical choice mm. of of a mar- of a life partner. If you've ever read God's Generals, you'd know that I mean, Robert Leadon make it the point of duty not just to talk about the male generals. There are some female generals there. And again, I think one major area that was recurrent in many of these generals' um, stories is about their marital choices. How mm. some of them got that wrong. Um, so yeah, just just to know that that's an area to to be very cautious and careful about, and to have all the guidance that you can get. But in any case, take every proposal on its own merit. Let God call the shots. Um, he lets you know when it's time. Um, maybe a story for another day would be the conflict in what I thought God. You know, when I go into a relationship with you. It actually fell within a period mm-hmm. that I believe I know when I got into a relationship with you, I know I got married to you. Because you're talking to Helen, <laughs> I said you just okay, so. No, Helen, I'm not interested in being in a relationship <laughs> with you. For the records, because I'm married. Uh, but when I got into a relationship with my wife um, back then in 2012, it fell within a time frame that, in my own mind and understanding, I thought I genuinely thought I heard God some few months before say. For the next two years or maybe three years, I can't remember. 
I don't want you to think about a relationship. And that's 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 conflicting. So on the one hand, I thought I'm working on this timetable where this time I'm this is the last thing on my mind. And then of course that last thing on my mind became the first thing on my mind. And I had to reconcile that. Again, how do you do that? Go back to God and let him clarify things. And he did. And so that was that was part of my own initial fears. Am I not working out of outside of God's plans and timing? But eventually, all of that aligned together, and here we are, enjoying life. Mm. Any any concluding thoughts or prayers for Helen? Let's pray for Helen. Okay. God, we thank you for the Helens out there. We mm. pray for we pray for your wisdom for them. Mm. We pray that they will not use their waiting time to lose their opportunities or the things you're bringing their way. We pray that their training and wanting to work on themselves will not be an avenue to lose out on the opportunities you'll be bringing their way. We pray for your strength, for them to be able to combine, to balance waiting and developing as against considering proposals that comes their way in jesus name and for the men in this area also we pray that wherever wherever you're drawing their attention to and bringing their attention to they won't mistake it for something else in jesus name that they'll be willing to lower their self-ambition and then make you make your word and your leading much more upgraded in their hearts in jesus name and Help us as well. Help us grow in relationship. Help us to grow stronger together in Jesus' name. Amen. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. All right. So, Helen, God bless you. Thanks for writing in with your question. Do well to check out those previous episodes. I believe that you'll find them helpful mm. in the light of the questions that you've asked. Till when next we come your way again, just remember you're not alone today. God bless you. Bye.